Hey everyone, welcome to the Got 10 Minutes podcast, the podcast for product managers. Today we speak with Ashima Goyal, who is a senior product manager at Carvana. Hey Ashima, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ryan. I'm very happy to be here. Awesome. Um, so tell me a bit about yourself. What's your background? Where are you from and um, how do you get into product? I grew up actually in India and I started my career out after completing my bachelor's in computer science mm-hmm. as a technology consultant at Deloitte. And I made my transition into product after my MBA. So I was very ready to get into consulting, but few of my friends who were already in product space, they told me like my skills are very much aligned with what product needs. So I talked to them about what they do in their day-to-day life while working as a PM. And I got really excited. And that's when I started my first role as a senior product manager at Gitnarsoft in India. So like what, what was compelling about product um, and what, what was the reason for you of becoming a product manager? Uh, given my background in technology, like I, I wanted to stay in technology uh, for a longer time. Like I think that's my strength. But from very early on, I was very curious about what the business impact of technology is. So definitely I wanted to marry those two things together. No wonder I <laughs> pursued an MBA. So when I thought about that, like, okay, I'm going back to consulting, like, what is one thing that that doesn't sit well with me is like, you move from project to project, you're never around to see how or what you suggested, um, Mm -hmm. brought about those impact for the client or for your customers. And I think that piece was missing that iterative mentality or development uh, mindset. So I think that was something very, very compelling about product uh, from a very like, you know, high level perspective. But also like, you know, product in itself, like you have such a breadth of scope, such impact uh, potential that you can make on your customer, on your business by thinking about, you know, your customer needs, by thinking about how can you iteratively like deliver that product growth. I think that was the, that was the biggest driver for me to get into product. Got it. Uh, you're a senior product manager at Carvana. I, I love this company. Um, what was it like working at, at Carvana? Um, I love the company too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, working as a senior PM at Carvana is, uh, you know, very much like uh, working at uh, at any company in a PM role. We have a huge product team. So, uh, you know, they not only like I work currently in the direct to consumer uh, mobile space. There are other uh, PMs who are supporting, like you know, our internal tooling, infrastructure, supply chain, marketing teams, and many more. So I work very closely with my web counterparts, uh, with my mobile engineering team, design, analytics, and marketing teams. So it's very much like, you know, you can think about like entire shebang of, uh, you know, the crew that you work with. Um, but yeah, as a senior PM here, like I have a good um, sense of like, you know, great scope of, of the mobile space. Like I currently work or own the pre-purchase part of the experience. So if you go onto the mobile app, when you like first land into into the mobile app, you see the explore like you know homepage, which is um, like you know everywhere you go when you first land on the on the screen, and then you search, you kind of go to the details page, and everything that you do before you settle on a car is something that I I tend to optimize for a person who is looking to find the right car for themselves. Wow, speaking about optimization, uh, this heavily is dependent on experimentation, right? So I'm pretty Absolutely. sure you guys run tons of experiments. Um, like what, what are some experiments you guys run to understand what users need and uh, to understand your usage contextually? Everything that we do, or at least I do, like, and it has to do also with my background. Like after my MBA, I also pursued master's in analytics. So that was like my, my biggest love for the data. And I wanted to like make sure that I have a formal degree in that, um, not that it is required for a PM, 
but just because I was very interested in it. The way we run experiments at Carvana is like, as I was mentioning to you before, like we have an internal tool that we use uh, for experimentation purposes, but there is a huge, like, you know, um, differences in the experimentation methodology, like, you know, for direct to consumer, other teams work. So I can only speak with, uh, to, to about my team. So the way I think about it, like, you know, everything that, that needs to go out to the consumer, like that should be something that is measurable. That is something that we are saying with confidence that, you know, it's doing well, or it's, it's negatively impacting our customer experience. So I think like everything has to do with improving customer experience iteratively. So my personal philosophy is like, don't launch it if you can't measure it. Like, like why might, might not even bother uh, because like, you know, if you're launching something, like if you're not measuring it, it's just out there in the wild and you're not able to measure it and it might be doing something positive and it might be doing something negative. So every feature that I launch, I tend to make sure like, you know, what are the analytics that I need? Is there any, any product analytics that I want to add in order to look at the deeper surface level? So as I was saying, like, you know, there's a business metrics dashboard that we use in order to um, understand whether experiment is doing well for our business metrics but then there's an underlying layer of like what is the user behavior are we right. creating like you know friction for some group of customers or are we like you know taking that friction out are we creating more problems for you know some other customers who we have not even thought about before like looking at that user behavior and data it has like you know in the b2c world like you have so many data points like everything that you have um uh, that that user is doing on your on your website or our app you can measure that so definitely there's a plethora of like data points that you can look at create a story about the customer journey into into your product but that's that's how i think about it like can we can we go to that granular level to see whether we are doing something to solve their pain points or are we creating more for them got it so when it comes down to um just understanding uh deeply what people need they they're Qualitative data does play a role in that. Um, and when it comes on to understanding things at like on, on, a, on a wider level, sometimes uh, you, you got to use quantitative as the, uh, the, the main thing. How, how do you use both? And like, what ways uh, do you see it necessary to use either type of feedback? That's a great, great question. Like, you know, as you can think about, like, you know, Carvana is a big company, like everything that we are rolling out, we are also taking time to measure it. We are taking time to kind of like, you know, learn more about it, like whether the future was, you know, positive or negative. So there is definitely an inclination to make that decision to roll that feature or that idea out specifically in an informed fashion. And how do you inform those decisions? Like, you know, I look at pain point, this is my idea, this is my hypothesis. How do I validate that little bit before I go and launch it out uh, and put it in front of customers? So uh. that's where the qualitative research kind of comes in. So I work very closely with my design counterparts and we talk about like different hypotheses, like one problem can be solved in hundred million ways. Like uh. there is there, like it's, it's up to interpretation, but how do we know like this, uh, these three ideas that we are trying to launch, they are the ones that matter most. And these are the ones that if we put in the customer, they are going to solve the problems for them. So the way we do it is like, you know, you, you do or conduct a research or user study. You want to make sure that, you know, you're getting that feedback early in. If there is any potential to kind of like, you know, iterate on that before you get it out and put it in front of the engineering team. And then they start to build it like that, that groundwork you need to have um, done because then you will end up or losing a good amount of uh, dev time or your product analytics time. If you're launching something that is not properly informed. 
Um, but that also depends on the kind of feature. Like this is not something that we will do for everything that we're launching, but something that we don't know about that we're very not confident about. Um, so that's where the correlative piece comes in. Got it. Oh, what, what's your definition, I would say, of, of product success? That's a very loaded question. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like if if I think about any product, like the biggest success as a PM that I think about is, are you really solving the customer pain point? Mm. Like that's that's my measure of success. And we can go into like, you know, how you define the metrics and how you get very deep into it. Like there's a framework to do that. Like how do you define the product success? But the way I think about it, like very, very high level is like, are you solving that customer pain point? Are you really like speaking to the problem that they are seeing? Are you really optimizing their, their flow or interaction with the product in a way that nobody has thought about in the market or in the way that help them give that value proposition. For example, Carvana customers, they see like we have tons of cars that you can choose from, but mm -hmm. how do we make sure that you find the right car for yourself by giving you a lot of options to choose from, or maybe like, you know, optimizing your, your search by optimizing the, the information that we present to you, right? Like those are the things that we can do for the customer like, that you would expect any, any company to do or any digital product to do, because that, that would help them make that decision. So what I'm trying to do is like basically give them all the information that they need to make a decision about a vehicle. So that, that's how I think about like product success, like on the high level. And then obviously you have like business metrics, you have product metrics, um, you have internal like, you know, uh, technology or technical like health metrics that you measure all the time. But high level, yes, that's, that's what matters for me uh, as a PM. Got it. And, and speaking of that, like what's one of the most satisfying things you do as a, as a PM? I can actually say like that's most satisfying and challenging thing both at the same time. Like imagine like, you know, you're, you're, you're a PM and you own like that, that big space of the product and you're like, you know, being pulled in different directions at all the time. Like, you know, you, you might have run some certain experiments like last year and some team wants to like, you know, know what the outcome was and how did you do that? So you are probably like, you know, searching your brain about like what happened then you're looking into your reports to give them the right information. You might be preparing, you know, um, a presentation for your leadership. You might be responding to the, the follow-ups on the PRD that you did or some engineering counterparts are reaching out to you with some clarification. So these are like kind of the examples that I do on a daily basis. So you have to like very quickly context switch and be able to like, you know, very focused and very succinctly answer those questions. So mm -hmm. I think like that's very challenging. Like if you think about if you do that, like every minute of the, of the, you know, day, and then on the top of that, you're doing your work, you're attending to like zillions of meetings. So that's why I said like, it's very satisfying because you're getting a lot accomplished in a day uh, mm -hmm. as a PM. So when you sleep at night, you're like, okay, I did a lot today. Uh, yeah. that, that that helps me, like, you know, I am a very person, like, you know, who likes to do a lot of things at the same time. So that's why I say, like, it's more satisfying and challenging thing at the same time. Mm -hmm. And what's one of the, the one weakness that you've turned into, into your strength? One of the things that I used to underestimate the power of is emails. Like, mm. as we are living in the, you know, Slack or internal, like Microsoft um, Teams world, I think like we tend to underestimate that. Like, you know, for example, like, you know, I send out an email or I want to share something about uh, a product feature or something that I'm going to launch or I've launched uh, already and I send a Slack, that doesn't 
give everyone an opportunity to like dive deep into it or give the opportunity to like have that breadth of discussion just mm-hmm. because like you know let's say it's a, a channel is the public forum they might have certain question that they might not be able to ask then it's like okay do i dm them do i send the starter email like it doesn't give that that kind of opportunity to delve deep i think the email is more like you know where you have written down all your thoughts and you send out like a bunch of people and they can all chime in and i do it like more often now uh, just to realize like you know some people they they love to read their emails and some people they just ignore it so to make sure like you know you're complimenting both those audiences like as you say like you're you're looking at both the customer segments i i have started like sending out more emails in complimentary to the slack messages or like you know um the the dms or like channel posts that i do that that's great i i learned so much about like what you guys do at kravana um i love the company Um thank you so much for joining us Ashima and uh, sharing your experience in the product management world. Thanks Ving, very happy to be here. Awesome. And thanks for listening to the Gotten Minutes podcast. To stay in touch with us, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or on the podcast app you're listening to this on right now. Take care.